Just a quick. Sometimes making room for what you didn't plan turns out better than what you had planned. I left work at a major retailer with a bunch of stores and did not stop for this product that I wanted. So I said, I'll get it on the way home. I grabbed me some crispy-ass chicken nuggets and french fries from McDonald's. Oh, they were slapping with the buffalo sauce. I might regret it later, but the sh- they were hot and crispy, y'all. Like, I've been into the nuggets. I was like, shit, I ain't never had no McDonald's that good. That McDonald's slapped so fucking hard. I wanted to call people and tell them, like, you need to go fuck with this McDonald's over here on Grand River <laughs> between Beach Daily and Inkster. Fuck with it. It was good. I'm about to write a review. Them fucking nuggets and fries were so good. I never had nuggets and fries. Maybe when I was a little girl when I had some. But I'm not a, a frequenter of McDonald's, but baby, them nuggets and them fries slapped me in the right place. They got in my belly and they was good. So I'm like, hey. I see that the beauty supply stores are still open. Them Asians want to get their money. Yeah, I'm a little racist about that, but I'm not racist because beauty supply stores in Detroit are predominantly owned by Asians. It's just a matter of fact, right? Just like there's a lot of black people that live in Detroit, and it's a lot of black women that go to the beauty supply stores in Detroit. It's just the demographics. So I'm like, I'm going to stop at the beauty supply store. But I was like, oh, shit, I need my medication. So I make a beeline to Walgreens. But pharmacy is closed. I'm like, fuck, i got to wait till Sunday. I'm like, okay, I'm out of my little meds. My little blood pressure me is, I'm like, I'm just going to have to make it till Sunday, right? Scrounge around for a pill at home like when I used to smoke and I'm looking for one of them cigarette butts that I didn't burn all the way out. I'm like, I'm going to have to find a pill somewhere, digging in my purse. Like, I know i got to have an emergency pill. Anyway, Walgreens Pharmacy is closed, so I'm like, let me go to the beauty supply store. I, you know, head over to the beauty supply store, which is probably a mile south and a little bit further east, probably a mile and a half from that Walgreens. That beauty supply store, I don't get what I intended or what I originally wanted, which was some weave. I was like, I'm just going to do my natural hair in a curly style. So I look for a particular mousse product, and they don't have it. And I, you know, ask around, and there's an alternative. But I'm like, I know this alternative doesn't work as well as the mousse that I typically buy that I've been out of for a few weeks. But it's not an essential need. It's an, you know, it's a non-essential buy. So I didn't prioritize it when I did have money. I just would keep it or spend it on other things. So I'm talking to the lady at the front counter. I was like, I think I'm going to risk it and just go look for my mousse versus just getting this other product in the same company, in the same line of products in terms of the same moniker. But I was like, it's just not right. And if you're interested, it's Design Essentials. They have a twisting uh, spray, like they have a a curl and twist spray, and then they have this mousse that I like, which is a curl-defining mousse. My hair eats this shit up, and it absolutely loves it. And so she was like, you sure you want to run that risk? And I was like, I am. Because beauty supply stores, especially in the hood, owned by the Asians, they mark up the prices significantly, especially on uh, commercial products like Design Essentials or Care Care, any of those major black brands. They mark the price up usually, you know, I don't know about percentage-wise, but usually like two to three more dollars than I can get it for in a major retailer because they can buy in bulk. So I'm like, okay. So I make my way back to Walgreens, the one that I was going to go get my script at, and they don't have it. And I'm like, shit, if they don't have it, I was like, okay, let me just try, you know, another store. So I look up Meyer. Meyer is still open. Meyer's supposed to stay open until like 8 or 9. I'm like, bet. 
I'm like, I'm going to go to Meyer and pick it up. So I head over to Meyer, and it looks like there's people blocking off the door, but I couldn't tell because there were people going out, but I couldn't tell if they were going in. I get, I park, I get all the way up to the door, and they're like, man, they're closed. And it was like she was looking to disappoint me, but I was like, okay, I live with that. It's Christmas Eve. I work in retail in the evenings, too, so I know how it be. I respect y'all. Y'all need to go home and be with y'all families. No upset here. Like, no, I should have prepared before this day. So I leave the Meyer, and I'm like, okay, I can head north about a mile uh, north and a, probably like a quarter of a mile west of where I was. I head straight up Woodward Avenue to the Rite Aid. I go to the Rite Aid. I get out the car. The person getting in their car is like, man, they're closed. And I was like, okay, thanks. So I'm like, dang, y'all closed right on time but too early for me. So I'm like, that CBS that I drove by on my way to Meyer, something told me to stop there. And I'm like, I knew I was going to regret not stopping there, right, because I was like, I don't want to do all of these stops. So I was like, I'm doing all of these stops anyway. So I go over to the CVS. I get in the CVS. I think I'm home and I'm scot-free. The only thing that is going to take away or that's going to, you know, bite me in this experience is that CVS and Rite Aid in particular, they're higher for hair products. So just like the beauty supply stores in Detroit, CVS and Rite Aid in particular usually charge me two to three more dollars. Uh, for those same hair products. Sometimes I may only be one over, but I expect to pay two to three more dollars for certain hair products in CVS and Rite Aid. I just, maybe they don't have the same deals or whatever the case may be. So, I get to CVS, I'm thinking, oh, I can get it. The line is long, but I'm willing to, you know, sacrifice about ten minutes of time. These lines are moving fast enough. They got the self-checkout line. I go look for the product and I look and I'm like, oh, so they do have it and I look all the way and it's not there. They're completely out. And I'm like, okay, that's reasonable. It's the holiday season. This is a well-loved product. This is such a well-loved product. They don't carry the entire Design Essential uh, avocado line. They carry certain products that are popular and often bought, which is this mousse. This mousse is the bee's knees, baby. So it's on on par with Nairobi and a couple other mousses that people love. Y'all probably don't know about this because most of my audience is male, but that's cool. Anyway, so... If you want to get your girl something for Christmas and she be doing her own hair, get her some Nairobi or some curl design essentials curl mousse. So I'm like, dang it, dang out. I'm not upset or frustrated. I'm kind of distracting from other things that's going on in my life. So I'm like, where can I go next? And I was like, I said I wasn't going to Target earlier. And I clicked my heels a few times and told myself I wasn't going to Target. The moment I left my hair, I was like, I'm not going to Target. I promised myself. I was like, I'm not going to Target. It's Christmas Eve. I know it's going to be crazy. And I have to drive much further to get to Target. All the drugstores are within a one to maybe two mile, one and a half mile radius from my home, right? So I'm like, where can I go? And I'm like, Target. So I find myself heading to Target, which is only four miles away, which is not horrible, but Detroit is Detroit, and you have to drive everywhere. Anyway, it's not horrible, but I'm like, this isn't my ideal favorite target. My favorite target is about five and a half or 5.6 miles away. But I was like, if I go there and it's not there, I will lose time on going somewhere else because everything that is open pretty much closes at 8, if not 7 or 6. So I was like, if I go to this far target, I am not going to get to anywhere else, and I'm going to be shit out of luck if they're out of my product or you know, on some random, but it's in a black community, So, but on some random, they actually don't even carry it at all, which would be rare. Targets always carry this, even the ones that are far out in predominantly white neighborhoods, I've seen this hair product. Like I said, it's the bee's knees. They know what to carry. So anyway, because there's black people in almost every community, even if it's only one or two, you know, we there. We, we showing up, and we want our hair done. So anyway, I get to Target. 
parking lots on Crunk. I decide I'm going to park the quarter to half a mile that I am from the door because I just expect that. And obviously, you know, like it's just it's that time of the year. So I, I'm like I can walk. I'm able-bodied. I need some exercise anyway. I've been getting chunky, and I've been eating a lot of meat. I ate some turkey chops the other day that was the bomb from everything turkey. And I know them is sitting on my hips, lips, and tips. So I was just like, I need the extra walking, okay? I need my steps. So I walk up to the door. It is busy. The girls at the door like, we close in 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, bet. So I'm thinking about going through all the traffic, but I got on my mask but not my shield, and I'm paranoid about walking through all these people, which is one of the reasons I don't want to go to Target. So I just make the beeline straight in front of the registers to the beauty section. If you know anything about Target layouts, most of them, if they're regular Targets, not super Targets, but if they're regular mid-sized targets, not the small ones, you can just go right in front of the registers and it'll take you to, like, the hygiene, beauty products, and eventually the cleaning product section. If you have food, the food is typically all the way at the end of that, right? So I know where my beauty products are. I know Target stores like the back of my hand, right, because I love Target. I need Target to sponsor me. <laughs> um, so I go back and I find, you know, the black hair care section because Target loves black women and I look for my product, and it's not there. I don't even see the brand Design Essentials, so I'm kind of freaking out. I'm like, since when did they stop carrying Design Essentials? Now, Design Essentials is not just for curly hair and natural hair. It's also for straight hair. So I'm like, sometimes Design Essentials can be in a straight hair department, which usually is with regular products, not necessarily with black women's, because the black women's hair product, you know, section is typically – geared and catered to natural hair people, so products that are specific to natural hair, not relaxed hair, or a hair that is worn straight, but it may be natural. So I'm like, did they stop selling it? So I go look, and I don't give up hope. I'm not getting frustrated at all. So I persist, because I know at the end of the day, you know, this isn't that bad of a situation to where, like, you know, uh, if I don't get it, it's horrible. I can make do. It's a first world problem. So I go all the way to the end of the aisle, and I see it, and it's on an end cap that says clearance. And I'm like, Design Essentials is never on clearance anywhere. So I look at the UPC codes because Target doesn't mark their items. They just put the price on the shelving that it sits on. But these prices are extremely low, $6.99, $5.99, the highest being $8.99. And I question it, so I looked really hard, and it's not labeled appropriately. I was like, okay, it's the holiday season. They just threw it somewhere because it didn't have a particular section with the other hair, hair care products. Okay, totally understand. So I just grab them because I know I'm going to get it, but I grab two because I'm like, on the off chance that it is a sale and that the clearance section is just marked with the wrong product, I mean, I'll take two if they're $10 each or something. This product is typically $15.99. In the black beauty supply stores, I'll find it for upwards of $18 to $19 to $20, maybe $21 or $22, depending on the store. In uh, Rite Aid or CVS, I'll find it around $16 to $17, almost $18 once I pay with tax. At Walgreens, I'll pay the regular retail anywhere from $15.99 to maybe $16 and some change, but usually $15.99. And at Meijer, it's typically that retail of $15.99. So I expect that Target for it to be $15.99, but I'm like, it's on sale. It's probably like $12, $10, I'll pay $24 if I buy two, but usually I get one, $15. That lasts me for about a quarter to six months, depending on how often I do my hair in a style that requires this product, right? So I go looking for the price checker because Target has very convenient price checkers throughout their stores. Smart idea. Not everybody uses them. A lot of people aren't. I'm not going to condescend people in this. This is a positive message. But 
people don't know where to find them. I do. I'm a retail shopper. I love shopping. So I go looking for it, but I can't find it, and I don't really want to be all over the store because people are everywhere, and I don't want to interrupt the line. The line is long. So I'm just like, where can I find it? So I find an employee all the way at the end in the food section, and I said, hey, where can I find one of those price checker things? And she's like, oh, I can check your price. And I'm so thankful that she's kind in this holiday season because I know a lot of retail people can be cantankerous because they've been bugged all day and they're there on Christmas Eve and not with their families. But she was Muslim, so she probably maybe didn't care. I'm not sure how Muslims feel about American Christmas. Who knows? No judgments. So she checks the price and I said, I don't think they're on sale. I was like, this was in a clearance section that wasn't labeled. And I was like, this product usually isn't on sale. It's high-end hair product. You find it in salons. You know, this was once upon a time a salon-exclusive hair product, much like Paul Mitchell, if you're familiar with Paul Mitchell products. It used to be exclusive in salons only, but now you can find it in retail stores. So she checks the price, and she says, oh, it's $7.99. I said, what? And I'm aghast with excitement. Like, you could have told me that somebody – you know, bought me a new toy for Christmas, or I just got a $20,000 pay bump and unlimited vacation time, or that, you know, like somebody bought me something that I didn't want. I was so happy. I, I don't even know why. Like, I was like, why is this exciting? I didn't question it, but I was excited. A bitch was happy. Like, really? Merry Christmas to me? I got two, and I had grabbed the two. So I didn't even have to run back and hope nobody grabbed the last two moose that were left. And so I was just like, I'm assuming that the plural of hair mousse is mousse still? Because, like, what's the plural of actual mousse as an elk deer mousse? Anyway, that's a derail that we're not going into, speaking of derails. So I'm so excited. And then I haven't checked the third product. She was like, this is $12.99. I'm like, it's not essential, but I don't mind getting it. And then there was a third product that I got that I knew kind of wasn't on sale, but I was like, check this one anyway, just to check. And she was like, okay, no, this is normal price. And I'm like, okay, but I'm committed to this product. So I put the one other design essentials, like gel back, because it wasn't essential. I have a gel by Camille Rose Naturals that I absolutely love, smells better, and I know works with this mousse. So that's another thing about women's hair products. Because we cross uh different products together, we have to test them to make sure that they work well together, that they don't, either don't flake or cause, like, little gummies or, like, make our hair do stink because I've had mixing of products make my hair stink horribly. So the mousse and the Camille Rose Natural uh, Curl Maker Gel fit my, my hair, loves the combination. I've been using the product combination since about 2017 when I first cut my uh, mohawk. So I know this works. This is why I love this mousse and I'm committed to it. Like, I'm loyal to this mousse. There's amazing mousses out there. There's Mousse Death. There's Nairobi. I've heard the Cream of Nature mousse is the bomb. I've even heard Shea Moisture. You know, we don't speak of them that often. Has a pretty decent mousse for curly hair and gives you definition for whatever you want to do. But I'm loyal to this mousse. So she tells me the $7.99. And I mean, like, I don't know, like you could have told me that, I don't know, that something amazing, it was amazing to me. I'm trying to reduce this experience, but it was amazing to me that this thing was $7.99. And I'm financially good right now, but it was still like, are you serious? I get two for the price of one? But it wasn't just that it was $7.99. It was that I worked in a retail hub that I could have stopped at a Target right across the street from me and about two or three other spots in that community to find my hair product. And I, went, I stopped at Costco to get my gas on the way home. I passed by several beauty supply stores. I stopped at Walgreens. I went to the beauty supply store. I went back to Walgreens to find the product that wasn't there. I went to Meyer 
they were closed. I went to Rite Aid, they were closed. I went to CVS, and they didn't have it. So to go to the place that I didn't plan on going, that I told myself I resisted the idea of even walking in a Target because of the crowds and the potential delays. But modern times, you know, mean modern conveniences, right? So I told myself I wasn't going. But I ended up at Target, and I ended up getting a better deal than I could have ever imagined. And it taught me the lesson I needed for today. Now, I had, you know, checked in with the uni- – well, I ain't going to say checked in. I had asked the universe for something earlier. I was like, hey, I need you to show up right now. I was like, I, I need some things to work out. I do. I need some things to work out and it just be smooth and easy. And the thing is, is things weren't quite smooth and easy because no one else would have volunteered to go to – Beauty Supply, Walgreens, Beauty Supply Store, back to Walgreens, then to Meyer, then to uh, Rite Aid, then to CVS, and then to Target. That's seven moves, not including the move I made to um, McDonald's and Costco for my gas. That's several moves, okay? Seven, not even several, seven moves, all for one product, to get no avail, right, to no avail. So I finally make it, and I get it, and it's a better deal than I could have ever planned for. And so that was the piece that I needed, that things do work out. So it wasn't that it was necessarily easy or smooth. I made seven moves. I was persistent throughout that. I was patient. Not once did I get upset. Not once did I get annoyed. I didn't need to brag and be like, oh, my gosh, I can't find my hair product. I was just like, I'm on a hunt, and it gave me something to do. Like, I ain't got kids. I got free time, and I got financial security. So I'm like, I'm okay, and I got a full tank of gas because the girl just went to Costco, and I got some academic probation, you know, gas prices. I ain't on that magnum cum laude gas prices no more. I got some academic probation, that 279. Like, you better keep it up. So, I was able to do everything and still, even though it was not quite convenient or easy, the thing is, is I resisted going to Target and the idea of going to Target was like, "Mm, I don't want to do that. I get to Target and the outcome is far better than I could have ever planned. If I would have gotten my product at any one of those stores, the beauty supply store, the Walgreens, the Meijer, the Rite Aid, or the CVS, the product would have been upwards for one. $20, not to mention the gas. But I got two for the price of about less than one in some of those locations. And it just reminded me to allow space to make room for the derails in your life and that what you have planned not working out is sometimes good. Because what you don't plan for sometimes turns out far better than what you could have planned. Now, you might be like, but you wasted all that gas. It wasn't a gas waste to me. I mean, I'm fine with it. But when I think about it, it it wasn't necessarily this exclusively. It was the lesson. It was the lesson of sometimes what we don't, you know, vision or what we have a vision for you know, sometimes the vision we create doesn't work out, not exact, not easy or not exactly as we plan, but it does work out. And sometimes it's a complete derail or an alter from what you intentioned, and that's sometimes much better than what you could have been. I don't want to say sometimes. Often it is. 
Make room. Make space for those derails, for those alterations. Allow space in your life for things to not go as planned because I promise you it often turns out much better than you could have ever planned. Sometimes the universe has a better imagination than you could ever vision. Allow space for the universe, your God, the co-creator. Allow space for those inconveniences, for those alterations in your life. They'll turn out better. I mean, we've had things turn out bad. So when we allow space for it and we stop the resistance and we just make room, sometimes it can just turn out amazing. Make room. Make space. Trust the process. Anyway, that was a good experience for me today, and I'm going to head home because I'm sure my body is telling me some things. And... um I'm going to enjoy my Christmas Eve with my lights and my tree up in my window. I hope you all have an amazing holiday filled with love and friendship. And if you're like me and you're – I'm not technically spending it alone. I'm going over my family's house, but it's such a regular day for me. I was supposed to wash clothes all this week. Um, So I have a situation. My washer collects a lot of lint, like the clothes – like, my clothes come out with a lot of lint on it, so I just don't like using my washer. So it was a washer and dryer that was given to me. And my dryer is a gas dryer. And I thought I had a gas hookup in my basement because I have other gas appliances. But I don't, so I'm supposed to use an electric dryer. So I have this electric dryer. And I have a whole other electric dryer that someone gave me, but I have to change the prongs on it. Anyway, nonetheless, I just kind of, like, I'll default to the laundromat or going over to my mom's house. And so my mom's, like, just come over here. And it's also a way for my parents and I to spend time together, right? So I was supposed to go over my mom's house last Sunday. I didn't make it because I was tired and I needed space for myself. And then we planned on Wednesday. And then my second job was like, hey, do you mind coming in? Oh, no, we planned on Wednesday. And then I got tired. I didn't, yeah, I got tired on Wednesday. And so I just went home, and I cleaned up my bathroom. And then I was like, I'm definitely coming tomorrow because um, my mom was like, oh, I already started. That was also why I didn't go on Wednesday. She was like, hey, I already started my clothes, so what other day can you come? And then that's when we decided on Wednesday, and I didn't go on Wednesday. And then so I was like, when Wednesday came around, I was like, okay, I'm definitely coming tomorrow because I don't have to get up early on Friday because I worked the second job, and it opens later. And she's like, okay. But then the second job called me or at Thursday afternoon, like, hey, do you mind coming in? And I'm like, I was, you know, kind of like I had my space, I had my plan, I'm ready to wash my clothes. I'm like getting down to the, like all I got is pretty panties left, and I'm like, I don't even got nobody to wear these for, I mean myself, but I'm not going to wear my pretty panties. You never know. That magic, you know, person might come, and I I might want to show them some pretty panties. Like I'm down to my pretty panties. I'm down to like, you know, the outfits that I'm just making shit up, like shit don't go together at all. Like, I'm just, no fucks, just making shit up. Shit is just off, right? Like, I'm down. And it's, like, all the stuff I need to wear to work. And I've been working two jobs, so I have a, like, I've been going through a lot of clothes. And so I have clothes, but, um, you know, like, a lot of it's not work appropriate. i got a lot of sock clothes where my titties is out. And both of my jobs, you know, like, is either business casual or relaxed casual, right? 
And titties out in either environment just makes things awkward. So I don't like doing that. So most of a lot, not most, but there's a certain portion of my clothes that are titties out that I just can't wear, right? So I'm like, I need to wash my clothes. But I go ahead and I work Thursday evening. And then when I got home, I had some wine. And I got up this morning and I went to work. And so I, like, hit my mom up. I was like, hey, I want to come. No, we, we debate. And she was like, well, when do you want to come? And I was like, well, I can do it this night, but I got to work Friday. I was like, I got to work Friday, and I don't know if I'll have the energy. So, like, I'll just come Saturday. She was like, well, why don't you come Friday? I was like, I'm going to be tired. She was like, it don't matter. You know, you you can chill here. I was like, I'll just come Saturday. I was like, you got anything going on Saturday? Because my mom has two jobs. She picked up a second job, (laughs) you know, for the holidays. So we both kind of, like, coordinate schedules and shit. And I was like, I'll come Saturday. You know, she's like, yeah, just do that, because I don't think I got going going on. She's like, I'm not going into the second job, even if they got me on the schedule. And so I was like, what's going on Saturday, for real? I was like, I feel like we missed something. And so I was like, Mom, I was like, Saturday's Christmas. <laughs> it was so funny to me that it was such a fucking regular day that I was like, I'm going to watch. And it was kind of a, a pretty, like, a beautiful, serendipitous funny that it was a regular day. Because I usually go through the struggle of resisting other people, like, pushing Christmas on me. I don't hate it, but I'm tired. And I'm like, you get older, and you're just like, can I not have to, like, get gifts and do all this? Can we just do some regular shit? And, like, people pressuring you to kind of, like, go and do stuff for Christmas. Like, I loved – I have a love-hate relationship with, you know, this whole Pana, placenta Pana panacea or panoramic it's because it gave me the freedom to not have to show up in spaces that I'm tired of showing up in like for holiday shit and it gave my mom the space she don't like to admit it but my mom was tired of hosting and doing shit she liked it but I think she didn't realize how much space not doing it gives her and how much peace so um, it was kind of a beautiful thing for us both to kind of recognize that it was such a regular day for us you know, and we get to kind of chill. It was a rest day for us. And that's what, like, I want it to be. So when I realized, I was like, wait a minute, Saturday is Christmas. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> so back to the point of me closing this out. Um, if you're like me and you're sitting with family coincidentally or intentionally because of planned family events, um, or, like, you just kind of don't care and you decide you want to stay at home, which I've done before, I've, been heavily criticized for it, either, like, when my friends find out, like, why are you doing this? Like, either people approach me with pity or they approach me with criticism. Like, why would you do that? Don't do that to your mom. I'm like, I'm fucking in my late 30s. If my mom is not over Christmas and me, like, maybe if you don't let the dreams go, like, you would get Christmas when I have a baby or something. Like, but my, like, my mom don't need to see me. She get me on Thanksgiving. She's thankful for that. Anyway. But I get heavy criticism for not wanting to engage on holidays. Like, I'll go to parties and stuff, like social parties. But generally speaking, like on Christmas Day, it's not, like, I like the chill of it. I really do. I like the nothingness and the unobliged space that we all have to just kind of show up how we want. But I forget that Christmas is often another space for people to be obliged on, you know, personal relationships. But not me, not your girl. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Criticize it how you want. But it still says for me. So if that is your life and that is your choice 
and I hope you get to indulge the way you want to, like meaning, you know, this planacea um, gives you the space to not feel obliged, to not show up for people, but to show up for yourself if you want to chill at home all day. But, you know, I don't want anybody to soak or be depressed. I really want you to find the things that you really want to do that you never give your space to do and do that. Um, if you feel like um, being by yourself is depressing on Christmas because you have the expectation, like you believe in the idea of like, oh, this is a time for family and a time for friends and, you know, someone is passed on or, you know, you've lost someone due to COVID or whatever the case may be. Um, I can't really compensate for that, and there's no words that I can give you um, to kind of peacefully resign the reality of, you know, not being with who you want to be with for the holidays. The best I can offer you is my best hope and wishes for you to be able to find peace in that. And if it's a day of mourning for you, allow yourself to mourn. If it's a day of you figuring out, like, oh, I want to connect with people, use that as a moment to decide, okay, what do I want, you know, in the future? How do I want to build connections and relationships so that I have the relationships I want on Christmas? But if you just want to chill, chill. If you're with family, be with family. But what I don't want anyone to do is to assign purpose and intention to Christmas based on other people's expectations. I want you to enjoy it. And if that means you cry because someone passed on or you broke up, allow that emotion to sit within you. Live within your fucking emotions. Feel because being numb ain't it. It's a lot of people out here numb and ain't feeling and they just going through the motions and they not happy in life. And when you feel, however painful it is, it is representative of your humanness, your vulnerability, and your value. And I want everybody to know on this Christmas and in this season, you are still here and you have exponential value to me as a listener, to the people you are connected to in everyday life, and to yourself. You are valuable. And I just want to thank everybody and give everybody a Merry Christmas. This was an unintended episode. I'm sitting in this Target parking lot needing to go home, but I just had a busy day, and my days just run long lately, so I don't know why. But I'm taking my ass home because it's unsafe for a woman to be out here alone. But I will say my hair is wild enough that I don't think a motherfucker would step to me right now. I look like a crazy black woman, and that's exactly what I am. Try me, nigga. Put a nigga, try me. Try me. What that song or Christmas song? I don't know. It feels like Days Loaf should her song like Try Me should be a Christmas song. I'm gonna listen to that. Anyway, I love y'all and happy holidays and I hope it's good for you. Um, yeah. This is Stories for Healing. And this is your girl, Creative High. I will talk to you all soon.